Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Box Office Report with myself and my co-host of the Box Office Report, Larry. Larry, hello. Hello. How you doing? How you been? We're back. We're back in action. (laughs) We are back. These numbers are crazy. Um, We are back. It's as if we've never left, but... Uh, there's a lot to get into this week, everyone, with the box office. We had a major, major weekend. A few happy folks, a few sad folks in the box office trying to blame them comic book movies once again, you know. But this is what this is what happens every time one of these movies opens up big. But we'll get into everything. If you'd like to follow along, everyone, if you're listening to this in the future and you want to follow along, we are going, going to go through the weekend box office of December 17th, and we had the opening release of spider-man no way home and we had the second week release of west side story and we had the opening release for nightmare alley don't want to forget that off but let's get started larry we are back here this week our predictions are in one of us was closer to the number than the other let's get to it larry what came in at number one this week so opening at number one was Spider-Man No Way Home, which brought in $253 million, over 4,336 screens domestic, and a fantastic $587.2 million worldwide. That domestic number is the third largest opening weekend of all time, only behind Avengers Endgame and Avengers Infinity War. So... Tom Holland Spider-Man has now starred in all three of the top openings at the domestic box office. This is insane. So last week, uh, we saw the numbers starting, you know, as far as box office tracking, we saw things started to ex- escalate really, 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 like, favorably in, uh, in Sony's favor regarding the movie. And we predicted you were being very, very... You you were you were you were being safe, and you were saying two hundred million, right? Yeah, about two hundred like, to two ten to two ten, right? And I was saying I think it's gonna do uh, Last Jedi numbers, which would be really really good. I mean, two hundred to two ten is in the pandemic; it's still really fucking amazing. But I said Last Jedi numbers two hundred, uh, which was like around two hundred thirty million dollar mark. Then as the week as the week kept going. It was looking like you and I were going to be like really, really high in our predictions because we started seeing Sony, you know, they were estimating like one, they, I think it was like 170, like 150, like 170 they were estimating for the movie. Um, I think they were just being generous and stuff. But uh, Thursday, the Thursday night, you know, the Thursday night m- number came out and Thursday it was like 50 million on Thursday night, which is amazing in the pandemic. But it was it was just shy of I believe it was shy of Infinity War and Endgame. Is that correct? Uh, the uh, Thursday I think number? it was just shy of Endgame. I think it actually had a bigger opening day than uh, Infinity War. Right. So then I I was still placing my bets around the 220 at least million dollar mark because the move every time I checked um every time I checked AMC like all weekend has just been sold out and I just can't I I can't imagine that's only in Boston and has to be everywhere else. Um I don't know how the theaters was for you but everyone was like reporting that theaters were packed and you know we saw videos online of 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 like full theaters and I I knew I I had to keep that 200 million dollar mark at least for um the movie I it just felt like a 200 million dollar movie um this is absolutely insane 253 million in the pandemic is absolutely bonkers. We said this, but we said we said months ago we didn't think it was even going to come over two hundred million. Yeah. You know, we months ago when we started talking about this movie and how big it could be, we kept staying in that over a hundred million dollar mark. But then it became bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, and then you know predictions started to go up and stuff. So even after like the you know the uh, the whole website crash kind of scenario i was still like okay this thing is just it's still gonna do like over 200 but not as much as like of course end game and stuff but 
I don't know, Larry, if this is not a pan, if we're not in a pandemic and there's no variants and there's no kind of restrictions in certain places, I don't think it would pass Endgame, but I think it would have probably crossed the $300 million mark. Um, what do you think? What are your thoughts on all of, on all of this and the big number that it, that it uh, received? Yeah, I mean, I have no idea how high it could have gone. Um, just, I mean, also... I don't know if it could have gone well because I don't know how much restrictions and stuff even played in because it was playing in so many screens <laughs> and all of those screens were maxed out. Um, so I don't know. Maybe it could have gone even higher, but it just is. I mean, it's net. Yeah, Endgame is still what a hundred million ahead of this, so that that does seem over hundred yeah. out of out of touch, but. I didn't even think it could catch Infinity War, to be honest. So here we are. It almost did. It was close. Um, yeah. But, I mean, it's a great number. Spider-Man is probably the most popular superhero, in, for, certainly for Marvel. He's mm-hmm. the most popular superhero. Um, and the hype was real. The hype was crazy. The, all the leaks and the trend. And the movie was trending every single day. Um I don't. I won't say everybody knew what was you know what were the big the what the big surprises were, but a good chunk of people had a had a hunch, and I think just showing all the past villains in the marketing was a really good strategy because even if you don't know anything about leaks or anything like that, you still had a curiosity of oh, or could the other ones be in the movie? Um, and I thought and I thought that was like that's a that was a smart strategy for them to do going into the marketing. Um, this it was just really it, it it's really incredible um that the movie could do such a big number because i was just thinking how with the logistics of everything going on there's just no way uh the movie could couldn't be this big but it uh it it just it it it, it um it was a, it was it was a monster uh once i saw the audience like thursday night I said, this is, this is, this has to be over $200 million. Um, It did not feel like a under, um, it didn't feel like a under a hundred, under $200 million movie. Um, Not to say that would have been like a a, a disappointment or anything like that, because, um, you know, a hundred over, like, especially right now, the highest growth, the highest movie that we've gotten so far, I think it was Venom, Let There Be Carnage at 90 million. So we never really knew what the uh you know kind of mean like like what the limit was and people came out and i wanted like this is the highest number for a spider-man movie um because and it's not even like just the others like like tom holland spider-man movies they open up real they open up good but not th- not this good this this is like avengers kind of numbers um avengers star wars kind of numbers so it's really really incredible um i just think it has to go it has to uh come down to the way the film was marketed, um, how big everything kind of felt. It felt truly like an event more. It felt more like an event than homecoming and far from home ever could, you know? So it, um, it's insane. Absolutely. I think they brought in, you know, three generations of fans. So if you were a Toby Maguire loyalist, if you were one of the ones who out here batting for amazing Spider-Man, or if you love the MCU and you love Tom Holland's films, all of us were intrigued, you know, like you Mm -hmm. said, just from those trailers, seeing villains from all three of those phases, or at least villains from the first two phases, I should say, in the current phase is had everybody intrigued in what was going on. So it really was like generations all getting hyped to come to see this film together. Um, Just to put it into perspective, literally over just its first three days, its opening weekend, Spider-Man No Way Home is the biggest film domestic. It has passed the entire runs of Shang-Chi, Venom, Black Widow, all of those. 253 million is more than they've made their entire run. It's not quite the highest worldwide yet, but that will be done next weekend. Uh, (laughs) It will pass all these other titles to become the highest grossing worldwide film within two weeks time, probably. Uh, I don't know, that battle of Lake Changlin in China, uh, Lord. But um, it will certainly pass No Time to Die and F9 next weekend worldwide. It's just, I mean, it's it's a massive number. It, it is absolutely insane. Uh, 
also too i think this is a new strategy for spider-man movies maybe the best time to release a spider-man movie is in the winter time it's like our this is like one of our first times ever seeing this usually spider-man kind of gets the uh the summer treatment it's a summer movie and stuff but maybe it's a new strategy to have a release around around you know that have it be that big christmas kind of release so um Although I didn't, I don't think that added a hundred percent to no. it. But uh, it's I mean, just, this it's... year it certainly did because if it would have released when Black Widow released, oh there, yeah, it, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. way it could reach these numbers because restrictions were so much more tight. But mm-hmm. and it probably still would have got that dual release like Black Widow did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, you know, all this year the biggest numbers have been pretty much from Marvel or Marvel adjacent when it comes to Venom. <laughs> or you know fast yeah. line broken as well but the biggest numbers eternals shang chi black widow mm-hmm. venom and now spider-man and that's i know that's very disheartening to a lot of people that comic book movies are the ones that are making money while nothing else is right now but here's or- my thing about that larry why is it an issue this has always been the case always when uh, like a west side story i'm so sorry it's not gonna open to a hundred million dollars i know they gave him a hundred million dollars to make it but a west side story is not gonna open it never not not in five not in five years ago not in five years not 10 years ago that's never going to happen if i don't know why all of a sudden everyone is so angry about this this has always been the case blockbusters especially superhero movies as much as you want to bag on like geeks and whatever like that star wars these are the movies that bring in the money and unfortunately the movie theaters really needed this big boost and i'm as much as as much as it pains so many people to hear that the movie theaters needed this big boost because we were getting you know movies were doing well as far as like after after the you know you know they were still in the pandemic but movies were doing well you know recently like since like the summer time but like there's never been a massive opening like this. And you and I months ago were saying, dude, there's not going to be another massive opening in a long, long time. Yeah. So they struck gold releasing this kind of story right now into way into where things are, because I'm, I'm still surprised that it opened up this massively. I yeah. didn't even think it was possible for get for it to get that much money, but that just shows to, it goes to show how many people saw it multiple times. Uh, you said it, you saw it how many times? Two, twice. twice. I think Hannah's at three. I'm at three times. I just, it's a, it's a beat. It's a, it's, it's a beast. And it's, it, it definitely requires multiple viewings. You know, it's, it's a definitely, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a rewatchable kind of superhero film. So I know people are angry that um, Disney released Nightmare Alley into death, which rightfully so, that was a horrible decision. I don't know why they yeah. did that. Aim your anger um, straight at Disney for that. Right. I know, I know everyone's angry at that. I know people are not, ra- the, you know, the people aren't rallying, rallying to go see like the French Dispatch and the tragedy of Macbeth and West Side Story, just movies like that. But this, that's how it's always been. I don't know why we're all surprised at this, at this now. The, the Marvel movies did not just start coming out a year ago. They've been coming out as far as the MCU goes since 2007. And it's always been like this, I you know, before so that, it's I weird. Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah, uh, OG X Men movies like the, the Dark Knight trilogy, which came out the before Dark Knight the trilogy. MCU, like um, the X Men movies, like you said, they've all like, done well. They've all they, opened to big numbers. They all have. I think Spider Man, Spider Man Two. I didn't even realize like Spider Man Two opened to like a over the hundred. I think Spider Man Two did like one hundred and fifty nine million yeah. or something like that. that. And that's that's two thousand four. So I don't know why everyone's, you know, 2004, these Oscar movies wasn't making like, like opening to, to like $105 million, unless it's like Avatar or something like that. Or, but even then Avatar didn't open that big. Avatar just had a lot of legs. Just stayed forever. You know, so I yeah. don't know why unless everyone's. It's James Cameron is the only uh, Oscar best picture contender that can open movies like that with Titanic and Avatar. Yeah. The rest, good luck. And it's just, it's annoying because as I call my, I consider myself, I know, I know older white critics won't consider me an, a movie critic because, oh, you, you don't, you didn't, you don't watch like, you don't watch, you know, Schindler's List every year or you don't have a Criterion collection and all that stuff. But I, listen, 
you, I, I like, I don't know why so many critics are such cynists when it comes to these movies as far as doing well. I mean, the theaters, I mean, you got like last year was a dark time for movies, right? It was a really, really dark time for the theater. We, we, I think it, we, Larry, Larry and I would get excited that a movie did $10 million, right? Last year, like late last year, when they started to open things up, I think Tenet did 20 million. And for Tenet, that was huge for Tenet because that's like, wow, $20 million at a time like this, no vaccine, stuff like that. And now you fast forward an entire year, over a year, and now you have Spider-Man opening up to 250 million. Like movie theaters really could really use this right now. Who a lot of the theaters who who suffered last year could really use this big these, these um I saw the movie did like a 50, 50 something thousand per theater average. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 amazing. So this is a really good number. It's a really big win for, uh, you know, um, for Sony, Marvel, and the MCU and stuff. I know everyone's angry, but I mean, I mean, these like like we said, we 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 spoke about this on Friday. Me, you, and Hannah, we spoke about how these movies, this this odd, this Marvel MCU audience is is like when it when it comes to these blockbusters, they're gonna show up. You know, when it comes to these big MCUs, you know, MCU kind of films, um, they're 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 gonna show up in droves. So, and they've earned that. You know, so I yeah. mean, I don't know what to tell people, but this this is an amazing number, absolutely amazing. Um, as far as legs next week, uh, I think I think the drop is going to be at least over fifty, over like over sixty yeah. percent. I mean, all of these films we've seen again. The biggest drops have come from those HBO Max releases. Um, mm-hmm. They can open big and then they fall hard. I do think it's going to fall pretty good next week. I mean, that comes with the territory. Every film that opens this huge falls a decent amount in week number two. It just is what it is. I still think even after a big fall, it's going to hold that number one spot next week. Of course, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, but no, yeah, I'm thinking probably 50 to 60, at least 50, probably. I'm guessing like 55 to 60% is what I guess. Although um, I already started looking at times for Thursday because I want to go back and see it in IMAX. And Dolby Theater is like damn near full. Yeah, near, oh like, yeah, full. for sure. I mean, so, I think the other films are in trouble. Um, yeah, I think Matrix not, yeah. is in trouble. Matrix so is gonna it thought it die. Would be. Matrix is gonna die, and I feel so bad. I it's... felt like they thought they were gonna be safe this weekend. Honestly, uh, all of these new releases, I actually think Sing Two might be the one that holds up best in the face of competition like this. Sing Two next week. It is. It starts on okay. Wednesday. Um, and they're doing all these Wednesday releases this week. Um. That Journal for Jordan is dead on arrival. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Kingsman, dead on arrival. That's done. Uh, That American underdog, please. But, um... (laughs) Please. (laughs) No, I mean, they're in some big trouble. And I somebody was trying to argue with me on Twitter about it, about West Side Story, because I said, look, we tried to tell y'all, if you listen to our show last week... Mm A lot of people were very helpful, and their last kind of grasp for West Side Story was legs. It wasn't going to happen, y'all. And this week, it plummeted, just as we thought. And it's not an easier road, because people are like, oh, they're waiting for Christmas. No, they're not. When Christmas comes around, (laughs) when Christmas comes around, there's about four more new releases. Like, it's not going to have any screens. That's the next problem. And I, uh, this I do understand a little bit more why people are frustrated, is they wanted to go see Nightmare Alley this weekend. They bought a ticket, and then the theater emailed them and told them, your screening has been canceled to make way for more Spider-Man. Friend of the podcast, Raina, she put up that yeah. that the fact that people they're getting calls about that is horrible. Like now that, that is I nothing, will understand yeah. why you'll be frustrated because I'll be mad if I have tickets yeah. to see a movie and they took it away to add a thirtieth Spider Man. Logistically, business wise, I get it. I know why they do it, but it still sucks if you buy your ticket and then you're told. Sorry, mm-hmm. we gotta. We're canceling you. Ten people. You don't matter. You know, like it's mm-hmm. like, oh damn. Okay, well, screw me. I guess. <laughs> and it's weird. It's hard. Like, who do you get angry at yeah. when it comes to that? Because I, I mean, that's oh, these. Well, okay. So Sony is the ones who market and release the Spider-Man movies, even though 
you but know, Marvel Disney helps with this. Strip. They're half of it, yeah. and they know. Yeah. That's they, the problem. Yeah, they know right. Spider-Man right. is right. coming out, and they you're, still you're totally did this. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 they... These 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 twenty cent these century studios movies and these um these uh what's the other one century studios and searchlight also, they yeah. feel like they just get sent to pasture oh, I, yeah. I don't know why they decided to do West Side Story I'm, I'm sure they they assumed it was going to get a nice little yeah. chunk last week I think that just comes down to people not being not being interested yeah. you know nobody asked for it really uh, anyway um but. They're also I, remakes, y'all. This is what I'm talking yeah. about. Everybody's just so against remakes until it's Spielberg or Del Toro, who are two mm-hmm. of my favorite directors. So I will be excited for most anything they ever do. But Nightmare Alley is a remake of a classic that nobody really knows much about. And West Side mm-hmm. Story is a remake of a classic that is out of date. Uh, so these are Very two remakes, you know, 60s. that people weren't asking about. Fans of West Side Story are like, would be, would be like, what? In their eighties, eighties and very white. Um, yeah, it's it's like I don't, I don't know. I I I just assume West Side Story. But even I, when I was doing numbers, when we were doing predictions, I was like, okay, twenty twenty five mil, All right, twenty twenty mil. You know, there's Spielberg. It feels like a it feels like a you know date kind of movie and a very yeah. We you know, we definitely thought know, it was opening higher than it did. Yeah, but nobody wanted to see it, I guess. You yeah. know, if, if audience wanted to see it, the people who, who kept trying to use the old like summertime excuse, it I feel like those ex, those excuses are kind of I kind of like they're 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 I won't say dead, but they kinda are. Just because like if people want to go see it, they're gonna they're going to go see it. Yeah. But it's not people being scared to go to the movies. If people wanted to go see West Side Story, they they, they would go see West Side Story. And but look, like, so I got a group that went with me to go watch Spider-Man No Way Home yesterday. Mm-hmm. And even them, you know, they're like, oh, did you know that they, and we just saw it in a standard screen mm-hmm. this time. I went Dolby on Thursday and then went normal, you know, because I knew I was bringing other people and they, they felt some type of way. Um, but that's the thing. is It's expensive, y'all. Like, I don't think yeah. y'all... The, do people not get it? Like my friends were like, "Oh, did you know tickets are fifteen, sixteen dollars a pop for the standard theater at four? Mm-hmm. Like we went at four thirty, which I think is technically still a matinee. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know, tickets are expensive. So what? Are, you're they're not going to run out for everything unless you have a list like us or you're you know a crazy person like us. You're not going to run out to the theater for every movie, and if it doesn't look like a big screen movie, they're just not going to go. And I know that's hard to hear for the cinephiles out there. Nightmare Alley, if you did see the trailer, looks yeah. like something that would play just as well at home as it does on the big screen. Of course, you'll get more out of it on the big screen. Any yeah. any film fan will say the same. But for a casual viewer, you see that trailer and you're like, well, uh, 15 to 20 oh, bucks for the ticket plus the popcorn and... You said trailer. I don't even well, like. I've I've, I've I've never seen this movie on TV. Well, like as far as like marketing goes, that's the I, other thing. Is not only did they release it here, <laughs> Disney also just. I mean, they didn't market it. I think, it. Larry. I think last week I asked you. I said, "Oh yeah, Nightmare Alley is a couple of weeks," and you're like, "No," yeah. and I was like, "Wait, it's that's next week. Why are they doing that?" Yeah, no. So I mean, this is exactly what they did with Lil Ron's Gone Wrong earlier Ron's this year. Gone wrong. They yeah, didn't advertise is... these movies, and they just yeah, threw no. them out to the wolves. Like it, people are like, "Oh, well, we've seen counter programming work before in the face mm-hmm. of a huge film." Yeah, but that's when you advertise the counter programming. Disney yeah. didn't advertise Nightmare Alley. If they had gotten it out there to older audiences, maybe it could have done something. But they did it. They just put it in the movies and let it die. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's they, what they, they did. did. Literally this weekend, that's um, what Disney did. And I don't know why they would sabotage themselves in an Oscar it's, potential. It's like as soon as it released, yeah. it was getting Oscar buzz for the acting, for obviously the technical aspects, even Del Toro or Best Picture. This could have been an Oscar, and so West Side Story Two is getting all the Oscar buzz. But Disney, I don't think Disney meant to kill West Side Story. <laughs> 
-hmm. Like you said, I think people just didn't show up. I do think they thought it would make more money because I did see that trailer. I think they marketed that one. Somebody said, oh, marketing wasn't good. I'm like, dude, you're you're lying. The marketing was good for Westside. Nobody cared. Nightmare Alley. Nightmare Alley. That's a different story. I didn't see one trailer. We brought it up. And people people are lumping all of these auteur directors together. First of all, Ridley Scott, we mentioned it before. The problem is he spent $100 million on The Last Duel. That is outrageous. And even Mm -hmm. if no other big movies were releasing, that movie wouldn't have made $100 million. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. No time. But House of Gucci has made over $100 million worldwide off of a $70 million budget. It's It's also super frustrating, too, because everyone who thinks Last Duel would have came... If Last Duel came out, nothing around it. And I mean nothing around it the following week, the movie would have opened to like, like... like twenty two million dollars tops, like and that's that is it. like what if is it was the only thing the whole month. Maybe it would. I don't even doing? know about that. Like, yeah, like <laughs> and yeah, House of Gucci has done fine. So yeah. it's not a Ridley Scott thing; it's a movie thing. Like it's, it's, people it's the everyone those trailers and thought, it, oh, Gucci looks entertaining. I'll go watch that. It's all the Scorsese was right, mofos. That's it. That's all it is. It's all. It's everyone just mad about this is why Scorsese doesn't like Marvel movies because it kills yeah. the business. And these people, I, saw, I don't know. This tweet that's gone viral. I don't know why you lumped Wes Anderson in with these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the French Dispatch, we've talked about it several times on this show, has done well. It is one of the very few indie films that opened well. It opened well over a million dollars. It has held on just fine. It's made over $40 million on a $28 million budget. It's right in line with all of, most of Wes Anderson's films. The The Grand Budapest might have skewed y'all's vision. That's his outlier. That's his only film and, that's made over some, $100 million worldwide. And how come I don't hear this when a Tarantino movie comes out and it does like gangbusters and or, or like when a Nolan movie comes out and it does gangbusters? It's like we pick and choose when we want to do these arguments and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, because nobody says these things when when a big, like, I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood will open to like 40-something million when it came out. Like, what is we doing right now? James Cameron releases a movie James and it Cameron. amazing numbers. What is we doing right now? What is, you know? Like, I know Marv, Marvel's killing everything. Marvel's killing cinema. Yeah, I know your faves, I, but. Like. I mean, this is, I'll say this. This is a good argument for, you know, we see AMC and we see Regal doing all this mess. This is mm-hmm. a good argument on why people, if you, especially if you are not into superhero movies mm-hmm. and people who like a variety of films, we do need to support independent theaters because they won't do that to you (laughs) yeah they will not replace an independent film with spider-man ever it's not gonna happen they they won't be playing spider-man yes that's where you can go and you'll get to see you know licorice pizza and red rocket which i don't know why you'd want to but if you do um that's where you'll see it drive my car if you wanted to see drive my car this weekend my car is a really good movie you go that. support really your and even if it's playing at an AMC or a Regal, don't chance it because they'll boot that. They showed you this weekend. They'll send that out the door <laughs> and put Spider Man on. Go to your independent film theaters because they need the business too, and they have struggled a lot more. They haven't had a Spider Man at all this whole time. <laughs> I also think that uh, what happened is is that you don't really get a big MCU in December. Um, you usually get your big blockbusters out the way in like May, you know, May, June, July. Usually, like, April, like maybe, something you know? falls in November. Usually, they have a Thor. November, Thor's, right? And that was Eternals. But then yeah, to no, turn around and do Spider Man in December, <laughs> and and it's not. I don't think, and it wasn't by choice. It was they got it. They have all these movies in the in the can that has release dates, and they had to put Spider Spider Man. I think originally was set to come out earlier this year, but. They, this is what they had to do as Which far as like well. the pe- it has yeah. a Christmas setting. I don't it know does. why. It's and they- oh, y'all better watch out. These superhero movies might start encroaching because you know what other superhero movie released in December and did Gangbusters? Aquaman. Aquaman. So you think, you, if you think if you think Warner Brothers is gonna put Aquaman two <laughs> in like summer, they're not. They're gonna put it but right back in December. So y'all better so- watch out. Uh, y'all's favorite <laughs> musical season might be over because. <laughs> Because <laughs> so, this year the musical I mean, flopped and the superheroes took over. 
and I, I'm sorry. So let's get into let's get back in the top five. What's number two? So number two is the only film really in the whole top ten that was able to hold. Um, and that was Encanto, which held on 34% drop in its fourth week of release, bringing in an additional $6.5 million. That brings the latest Disney musical up to $81.5 million domestic and $175.5 million worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is really good. For yes. Going up against Spidey, I think this is solid. It's not amazing, but I think how many weeks has it been in the box office Four. right now? And after that, I think that's I think six mil up against Spidey is is yeah. real, is pretty good. I'm really impressed actually with that 34 percent drop. And honestly, yeah. looking at this Encanto number is a, just another reason I think Sing Two is going to be the movie that's able to you know hold out decently against spider-man this coming week yeah it's just you know spider-man is kind of a family film but if you want to yeah. take your little kids if you want to take the the young ones to a movie for christmas you're gonna pick sing Chu. you know like that's just what it is is those families with smaller kids they're not gonna go see spider-man um mm. as much as they're gonna see the animated film so Encanto being the only movie in this entire top 10 to drop under 50 percent uh, I think it bodes well for that illumination release this week, personally. Yeah, agreed. I think if we're going when we get into the predictions, I I agree. I would agree with you. I would say uh, next week Sing is going to do. I won't say a great, great. number, no, but, but I think it would do really good. Yeah, comparatively, um, and I'm glad. I love uh, Encanto. Like we said, people kind of were ready to dogpile it. I think, um, mm-hmm. but it's just it keeps trucking. It's done well. I'm happy mm-hmm. to see it do well. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love. I really enjoy it. I've seen it three times and like it more every time I watch it. Okay, so number three, Jesus Christ. So, yeah, number three, we have West Side Story, which plummeted a sixty-seven point seven percent in its second week of release bringing in $3.4 million, dropping from the number three to the number, or number one to the number three spot. West Side mm-hmm. Story has now made $17.9 million domestic and $27.08 million worldwide off of about a $100 million budget. Um, I, oh man, this, this movie died. Like, we said it last week, this movie, mm-hmm. um, I see the. Here's the thing about this movie is that I see what they wanted as far as like how it was gonna do. It just didn't work out at all. This it. I'm looking at this movie and I can't imagine this movie anywhere else but a December warm Christmas movie to go see. Yeah. But it just did not. It 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 is wrong place, wrong time. I guess it just. I don't know, because even you and I, I don't know what really happened to this movie as to why it just did not garner any fans or just moviegoers. Um, It's not an HBO Max release. It's, I don't know what happened. I I don't know what happened to this movie, because even my, with like predictions, I still, I still considered it to open at least in the 20 million range. Mm -hmm. And to see the 67% drop, the correlation between people who want to go see West Side Story and Spider-Man, to me, seems like a huge disconnect, you know? So I won't really blame Spider-Man for it. I just, just, I don't know what happened. And they didn't lose any screens. Um, at all i see no which i'm shocking loss. actually yeah. i'm shocked that it didn't it's one of the few that didn't lose any screens and mm-hmm. it's still plummeted like this um yeah I, I think and people get mad they're they're mad at all kinds of things i just know cinephile oh. twitter is just up in oh, arms right now they're losing they're... their minds um uh, but we just have to ask the question again who asked for this who wanted this no one Clearly. I mean, the box office is showing you. Nobody wanted a remake of West Side Story. Whether yeah. they find the first one to be untouchable, like a classic, it won all those Oscars, people do love it. Or, mm. you know, it just is the same old, same old. We've seen Romeo and Juliet how many millions of times in different incarnations at this point. Do we need another one? And do we need a racist one like this? You know, so uh, I feel like... <laughs> um, I don't want to just who so you know they don't like to hear that question, but it, it is. It's like who wanted this? Who was 
who asked for a new West Side Story. And when you look through the comments, when people try to defend it, that is what a lot of them are. Like, oh, I didn't really have an interest to see this. I love the original. They couldn't touch it. Or I don't care about it. Uh, I'll catch it when it streams. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, Listen, you're preaching to the... I, I, I got nothing. I, I don't know... I don't know what happened. I, I, you can't really, it's when I saw people last week, uh, you can't blame it on where we're at right now because more people are going to go, are going to see movies that they want to see. Um, I wouldn't even call it a smaller movie because this is not this, this movie costs a hundred million dollars. Um, I don't know why nobody's told me why, as far as why it's so much money, but I don't know. So Sorry, let's go to number four. I, I don't know. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Uh, at number four, we have Ghostbusters Afterlife, which yep. brought in another $3.4 million for a 52% drop in its fifth weekend of release. That brings the latest Ghostbusters movie up to $117.2 million domestic and yeah. $173.6 million worldwide. Uh, this is, I think, I think this is a solid too. 52% drop going up. I think, I think the correlation of fans for Ghostbusters Afterlife is closer to Spider-Man than anything else in the top five. Um, you know, and Kanto is like more suited for the smaller, smaller children. Um, so I think this, I think it's solid. I, it's not, it didn't just come out last week. This movie came out all the way before, I think, I believe before Thanksgiving, right? Mm -hmm. So... The solid. I think this is pretty good. Yeah, because this is a movie, and this is where you give Sony at least some credit, is they let yeah. Ghostbusters have a run before they release Spider-Man, you know? Which is which was very smart on them. Yeah, you know? it, they released it just after Halloween, so we it, it wasn't a scary movie for, like, Halloween time, just after, so you're still kind of in that mood, um, but it's not competing with horror films at that time of year. Yeah. Um, and they gave Actually, it room. Smart, smart. It's a smart little strategy they did for yes. that because actually, I actually agree with you. I think, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say besides it was good because it would have as, as much as we bag, as directly. much as we, um, right, as much as we bag on Sony, um, they make they make decisions, yeah, because yeah, you know, this is direct competition with Spider Man. I feel like they have a huge overlap of audience between who would have been excited for No Way Home and who would have been and excited Ghostbuster for this new Ghostbusters. The nostalgia for both, mm-hmm. oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. And um, I'm happy. I'm really glad to see how well Ghostbusters has done in its run. Agreed, agreed. Because I think it's a cute little movie. Um, I think it's a good movie, and I think. Um, it, it, it it's warranted for how well it's doing so far. And I think to hold up like this against Spider-Man, it's pretty solid. Um, it didn't open up to like 15 million, no. you know, but it's like 3 million, 52% drop. They, they, they took out 50, they took out 500 theaters. I think it's solid. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, number, is that it? Number five? Number five. Um, it's oh, just yeah. a bit below our expectation. Honestly, this is what we expected. So I'm not like shocked. I'm not shook right now because we predicted right about what last night in mm-hmm. Solo did. Uh, three to four million probably. And here is number five, Nightmare Alley, bringing in 2.95 million at the domestic box office in its opening weekend. It has yet to release internationally. So it's worldwide. It's also 2.95. Five. This this does come from famed director Guillermo del Toro, but we've mm-hmm. we've talked about it. I mean, where was the marketing? This this was a botch as far as mar- as as far as marketing go. I myself didn't know. I I had already seen the movie um, because of because of the FYC stuff, but I this this this, this I I didn't even know I didn't even know it was coming out again spider-man then when i then when you told me i was like dude there's no fucking way like how um a huge disappointment as far as that regard um huge disappointment in how they marketed it how they marketed it um i don't know why they decided to market to 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 like release it like this they did nothing we can do um it sucks it sucks for a nightmare you look back what two weeks ago there was that weekend before West Side Story that had nothing. Like, it was a dead, like, no new releases, just mm-hmm. blank slate. Why couldn't we move Nightmare Alley there? You know, like, 
uh, I don't know. And like we mentioned, this is the second kind of horror icon <laughs> director that got screwed this year because James Wan, Warner Brothers did not know what to do with Malignant, I think. So they just didn't market that shit at all. They were just like, uh, okay. Like, <laughs> they left James Wan out for the wolves uh, with that Malignant. Mm-hmm. And now Disney just left Guillermo out to die this weekend. Um they, I don't think they would ever. I think some of these directors. I don't think they will ever work with these studios again. Um, they've really been burned. Warner Brothers burning everybody left, right, and center these days. And Disney, Disney, yeah. The disrespect that they've shown those Fox properties has been actually a lot. Is, I mean, not surprising, maybe, but disappointing. And it's again, the King's Man is getting sent out to the wolves next week. Why not just? For me, I think you just hold off Kingsman to like January. Yeah. Fuck I mean, it. it's not what an awards contender. Some... You have to release no. Nightmare Alley before the end of the year, so it qualifies for awards. You don't have to release Kingsman. This and Nightmare Alley does Nightmare Alley not feel like a November movie? Yeah, I just this these this is all. It's not hard. I don't get these. You just this is the same kind of annoyance that I had uh, in 2018, and when at the end of the month, I mean at the end of December, where there were so many things coming out and nobody moved anywhere, and I'm like the same thing. Like Nightmare Alley could have easily been placed in like somewhere in november and uh the king's man next week this is it's gonna die next week that could have easily been placed in the first week of january who cares you know what i mean but you put it into these dead spots and they're gonna die and then people are gonna get angry about it and it's what can you do it's nuts and again neo-noirs are i think a tough sell right now too um reminiscence we saw it earlier this year did nothing uh both in theaters and on hbo max nobody cared Mm -hmm. and here we are with nightmare alley they tried to make it more horror in the marketing than it is Mm -hmm. um because it's guillermo i mean it's like a dark neo-noir it gets gruesome uh (laughs) like most del toro movies do it builds up Mm -hmm. to some gruesome stuff that takes place but most of it is not that horror-y aspect. That's the other thing. You know, us in the horror genre love him, but Del Toro, he doesn't make straight-up horror films, ever. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not what he does. It it just is not his game. Shape of Water has some gruesome moments, but it's not a horror at all. Even Mm -hmm. Pan's Labyrinth, his earlier work, they're not straight-up horrors. I mean, they're disturbing, but you know, it's not, a, I don't know. Yeah. He has his own like weird, he just injects that gruesomeness into other genres. Like it's a fantasy, like, you know, Pan's mm-hmm. Labyrinth is a fantasy fairy tale with gruesome things that take place. <laughs> uh, this is a neo-noir with gruesomeness. So I, I also, I don't think you need to worry y'all. Here's the other thing. Del Toro, maybe because he's not as big as some of these others, he's still going to be fine too, I think. Spielberg is fine. The people who are worried about crying that Spielberg is not going to get, but please, he's going to be just fine. He's, stop it. Especially Um, Spielberg will will get something from somebody because you know who are willing to pay these directors because they want more, you know what studios like want more, of director-driven movies on their content is these streaming services. Mm-hmm. And um, with Netflix. They, they're right. willing to give out the cash for these directors right. to come over. You think Netflix wouldn't give Spielberg a bag or like Apple TV Plus or any of these mm-hmm. other stuff? So. And not only are they giving up the bag, they're giving freedom. That's mm-hmm. what that's what streaming... Exactly, yeah. These, Spielberg is about to have to eat his words too because he's another one. Him and Scorsese uh, kind of looked crazy because they both mm-hmm. came out and talked against streaming. But here's the thing. Netflix, what they'll do that these other ones won't, they'll give you money and they'll say, mm-hmm. make whatever you want. Exactly. You have free so, reign to make your movie and we'll I, just let you do it. So I agree with you. I think these movies are fine. I mean, do you think these directors are okay? And Guillermo so, will find um, a home. He also doesn't yeah. require $100 million budgets like these other directors seem to think that they need for everything. Uh, mm-hmm. Guillermo does well with, uh, you know, Nightmare Alley, I think, was a $40 million budget. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he knows how to work and make beautiful films on a smaller, more reasonable you tell me he didn't need time. Tell me he didn't need, he didn't need another $100 million. And let me just Nightmare tell you, Alley. Nightmare Alley is every bit as beautiful as West Side Story. I'm sorry ridiculous. about it. And it has Absolutely way bigger ridiculous. stars. 
it has way yeah. bigger stars and he was able to make it for 40 so absolutely ridiculous why they gave oh my god <laughs> Um. Any. Anyway. Any other stories from the box office before we get out of here? Uh-huh. Massive drops. Oof. What I see. Um. Clifford the Big Red Dog. Resident Evil. Eighty three percent drop. I mean, that just got murdered. Venom finally dropped that? out. Dune finally dropped out. Venom's on Blu-ray, so seventy one million dollar drop. Belfast dropped 73, 73%. Come on, come on. Oh, that 79. one kills Y'all, why are, why are critics groups paying that movie dust? Oh, it kills me. Oh, come on, come on. It's yes. a really good movie. And then and... Variety putting it on their worst movies of the year list. What is going on here? I'm, I'm befuddled with poor Come On, Come On just getting murdered this season. But mm-hmm. yeah, look at these theater slashes. House of Gucci, 1500. Eternals, 1100. Clifford, 1600. They knew. Almost. They knew. Resident <laughs> Evil got slashed not, almost 2,000 theaters. They, they knew. They said, "Listen, we ain't doing this." And this always happens anytime a big, like a big superhero movie comes out. And next week, um, they're gonna be damn near out. So if you want to see any of these movies that are out right now that have been out for more than two weeks, you better get to the theater now mm-hmm. or tomorrow because once Matrix, Kingsman, Sing Two come out, I mean, there's gonna be no theaters left for these other movies. No, so you better get no. there quick. <laughs> no. I um next week as far as real quick for Spider Man I do agree that it's gonna open number one Kingsman is gonna die a painful death um what else is gonna die a painful death next week West Side Story is gonna it's just forget about it um yeah next week Spider what what else is next week I believe it was uh, Kingsman Sing Two Sing Two I will say I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go fifteen million. Yeah, let me. I was like, let me take a look. I forget because I know Sing did well. Um, and the Illumination, Illumination knows how to get these damn movies out there for whatever reason. I mean, mm-hmm. it could be nothing, and Illumination be open and big. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Sing, Sing opened to thirty five. So I think yeah, cut that about in half. Oh, it did. I didn't even know it opened that big. I'm gonna say Sing Two maybe around. Well, it's hard because they're doing the damn five day weekends because it's opening on Wednesday. Oh, that's true. Um, hey, so good for them, man. They're like, listen, <laughs> Spider Man's already out. Let's let's let's, um, let's just get in there, man. For the full five day, maybe I'll say around twenty to twenty five in that yeah, range. Fair. Um, Matrix Spider- for the full five day. Oh. Oh, is Matrix doing Wednesday too? Yeah, Matrix is doing Wednesday. King's Man is doing Wednesday. Oh, my a journal for sense. Jordan is doing Wednesday. Damn, I'm gonna have to be in the theater. Like, what actually, you think, what you I, think everyone... for the journal for Jordan? Uh, there, two Dwayne. a million, a million. <laughs> I a million. That's what is what is it gonna a million? He what? said one million. Um, <laughs> Matrix. I have no idea. I we just talked about it. Why I still am befuddled? Why is that not coming out in February? Journal what? for Jordan. I have no idea. It's, that looks I, like a damn romance. You know what I mean? Like a good little romance movie to go watch around Valentine's. Not at Christmas. I saw the trailer for the first time when I went to go see King Richard. And I was like, what? Um, the Matrix, the full just, five day. I'm going to go. I'm going to go 30 for the Matrix. Yeah, that seems fair. I just can't see it opening much bigger. Spider-Man. The, that's why Spider-Man is still doing good on Thursday because it's it's Christmas weekend. Mm-hmm. If y'all think Spider-Man is gonna is gonna like drop like eighty percent, that oh, movie's about to bake. That movie's about to bring in like a hundred mil next week. At least, at least, at least, um, one hundred and seven million. I, I definitely week? think it, it gets a hundred mil. I think it for sure is not million? gonna drop below. Chris, Larry, Christmas weekend. Yeah. Oh no. my God, these movies are done. It's, and it? and Kingsman, oh my God! For the five day, oof. Kingsman is gonna die a painful death. And I'm like, can it even reach ten mil for five days? Kingsman, no, I think Kingsman's gonna do five days. I think King, oof. well, yeah, let's go five mil. Fuck. I just, I mean, nobody's checking for that movie. Like, no, I'm sorry, y'all delayed it so damn much. Nobody's so, checking for it. It's the last movie of the. It's the. I call it the last pandemic era movie because it's the last movie with all the delays. That's so it. here's the thing: Do we think Christian audiences will show up for that American underdog? Because it's being marketed. It has that faith element that they're trying to push. Oh, like yeah. For that, maybe I'm gonna movie. go. 
American Underground, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four million. I was gonna say, I think it opens bigger than Journal for Jordan. I'm like Denzel. Yeah. Oh man, this is your debut as a director, Denzel. We got Michael B. Jordan. Uh, this shouldn't be just dead. Like, I'm sorry, but this. What was? The, what? Why is it being released Christmas weekend? I'm just uh, the talk about before. Oh, Licorice Pizza goes wide next weekend too. Does it? Oh, that's not making it. That's what? gonna do like a. That's gonna do like a what? Licorice Pizza is gonna do like a million. Licorice Pizza, look at this mess. You might as well just stay in them four theaters you've been in because who's gonna go watch Licorice Pizza next weekend? Look at my, I think I might go under a million for that. I think I might go like eight hundred thousand. We've seen it. Like we said, I'm pretty sure the French Dispatch is like one of the only indies that's opened over yeah. a million dollars. Okay, so Licorice Pizza, I'm gonna go eight hundred. I'm gonna go by eight hundred, nine hundred thousand. Shit. Yeah, these people. I know that y'all like to release this stuff around Christmas time, but I don't know for what. It's too much. It's actually a little bit overwhelming how much is coming out. What um, is this pushback, by the way? I have no idea. I think it's a. I don't know. It opened over um, a million in only four hundred theaters. Oh, it's <laughs> another. It's a. Um, it's an Indian. Yeah, it's an Indian. Okay. They always uh, listen. That's one little subgenre. It don't matter when you release it. It don't matter if nobody knows it's coming out. Bollywood and Indian movies, they are solid to come out over a million every time. <laughs> they they ain't gonna flat out bomb never. So good on them. Yeah, I, 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 I think. Uh, I, I think next week is gonna be. I think for like Sing 2 and Matrix, they'll be okay. But I think for these other ones, they're going to be just a killing ground for these next movies. So, I mean, we'll see. But okay, everyone. That Watch is it. Kingsman light up the box office and shock us. <laughs> it's not. Are you, are you serious? That trailer plays every single time I'm in the theater and nobody moves. It's Rasputin. Nobody, <laughs> nobody moves. Like, nobody fucking moves. My man. friend was actually excited and then it wasn't. She was like, listen, why can't I just get that Rasputin movie? Why does it got to be a Kingsman movie? <laughs> That's what she wanted. She wanted the damn Rasputin only. <laughs> nobody, nobody. It's, I don't know. I'm, I'm scared for Kingsman. Um, all right, everyone, that is it for today's box office show. Thank you guys all for listening. Um, this week, Larry and I will be back next week to discuss the second weekend for uh, Spider-Man No Way Home and the opening releases of these movies, and let's see what happens next week. Thank you guys all for joining us. As always, Larry, let everyone know they can follow you. You can find me on Twitter at ChiliBoyYT and on Instagram and on YouTube at ChiliBoyProductions. All right. And you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. And you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. Um, our next show will be our Spider-Man No Way Home spoiler review, which I'm literally going to be recording in about 10 minutes with some members from the team. And so you're going to get these two shows this week. Well, today. And then this week, we'll see what happens as far as shows and reviews go because it's Christmas week. So um, we'll see. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.